What's up, what's up, you guys? How you guys doing? Welcome to another edition of the Bonus Room Podcast. It is your boy, Santi, and I'm here with my brother. What's up, everyone? Steffi in the building. How you guys doing today, man? What's going on? Man, what's up? Good. Man, today's a special episode because yep. it's about health and fitness. And, and I know not only myself and a lot of people out there have been staying home, not working out as much, and doing and a whole lot off, of right? nothing. So, a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> so today... We have a very special guest, my good friend who's been, man, we've been friends since like 15. And my boy Marlon is in the house, man. He's in the bonus room, live in the flesh, man. Yes, sir. What's going on? This is Marlon. Welcome, man. Thanks for having me. Man, man. Marlon, is this one of your first first podcasts or? This is the third. The third podcast. Third podcast. Oh, okay, cool. So third one. Nice, man. Still still learning. So you've been here, man. You've been to the bonus room before. So, you know, so this is like home for you. A lot of good memories here. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. That's my boy. So, man, today's episode four, we're talking about health and fitness. And we'll start off with the first question, man. How did you get involved with fitness? So I was first exposed to fitness at a young age. My stepdad was... uh, he was a boxer in the Air Force. Cool. And um, he, when I was at my mom's house and he was there, I would always see him doing push-ups, sit-ups, lunges. He was just always active. You know, he would take me out, do sprints with him. Um, and then he would teach me how to box, hit me, hold mitts for me. Got and it. And he would take me to the gym with him. So I was kind of exposed to that lifestyle early on, around like age seven. And then, yeah, I started to get into it personally around age 15. That's when I started to yeah, you know, yeah. get serious. Freshman was, in high school. Yeah. Right? I was really out of shape. I was eating a lot of fast food. Yeah. A lot of in and sh- out, man. We oh, went to yeah. in and out in the GTI. Like a lot of Jack in the Box. Yep. Those tacos, mm-hmm. man. Double, yep. double. <laughs> <laughs> All the foods that will clog your arteries, bro. <laughs> yeah, because Marla, you're so passionate about it, man. So talk about the passion. Like, is that came from just like your family or just where? Because you have so much passion. I think, I think, man, it came from my own experience. Um. When I woke, I, there was one th- this one day in high school, I woke up and I had chest pain and I was like, yo, what the fuck is going on here? And, um, some, you know, something my gut just told me, it was just like, hey, you need to start being healthy because because this feels like a fucking heart issue is what I thought was going on. So um, when when that happened, I just threw myself in it. You know, I started to get back into boxing. I chose to compete and I went from 180 to 132 and relatively short amount of time and when i when i when i went through that process i think is when i started to really develop the love for just training and that the the type of mindset that it takes like i started to just soak all that in and then um when i started working with people i started to see and become part of their own experience and then to help them get from where they are to where they want to be and doing all the little things that it takes, you know, going through the hard mo- the hard times, the good times, and then getting to that final destination to see, like, what it produces in that person, how it completely changes them, who they are, how, how they think, and just what they become. That shit, like, fires me up. Like, I love that shit. So, in the sense, it's kind of started as, like, a, a fear for health, and then you became kind of, like, addicted to it after, yeah. like... Like, you know, because I feel like people who are who are big into health and fitness, they're never they're people who are never satisfied. They're always trying to improve themselves physically, mentally. And I think you from what you've told me that you also enjoy seeing others improve and see the results that they want. And yeah. that brings you happiness and also kind of motivates you. So is that is that basically exactly spot on? Yep. Awesome, man. That, that's, that's dope, man, because I think, you know, 
to be a trainer, you have to be definitely mentally tough because I feel like you're constantly trying to motivate people who, in a sense, kind of lack motivation, and that's why they yeah. seek people like trainers to give them that extra jump. Um, what's your experience been like with that? Have you ever has it ever been difficult to motivate someone? Definitely, you know, there's especially when they're they put in a lot of work and the scale is not showing what it should be. Right. That when when people get down on themselves because of that, um, it's definitely tough to experience and to go through. But really, when that stuff happens, it's really just finding and pinpointing what needs to be adjusted because maybe there's like a piece to the puzzle that they're missing. Right. And um, so when you can get that point across to the person going through it, like, okay, there's just something you're missing and let's go over everything you're going through. And it's really staying calm within the storm because there's right. a storm of emotions going on right. and you just got to zone in and be like, all right, well, what can I do now? And then once they, they feel, or once they find what they can do, that motivation, it kind of, it kind of comes back, you know, cause then mm. like, okay, well I wasn't doing this right. Let me try this now. And then once they do that and then all of a sudden they see the results that they want to see, um, and a week or two later, then it's like, oh, shit. All right, let's go. You know, like and then yeah. that motivation is just like a feedback loop. So what would you say to anyone who's listening right now who's maybe trying to get fit or trying to get healthy and they're kind of struggling with the perseverance aspect? Where, like, as you said, they're not seeing the results they want either right away or they've been trying something for some time and they're still not seeing, as you said, the scale isn't what they want it to be. What would you tell someone to, like, what would you tell those people, like, why and how they should keep going or, like, what is it that what what's a way to kind of gain that perseverance to keep going to keep trying new things to keep trying to get better instead of just giving up and you know falling back into their own uh unhealthy habits definitely i would say hmm it's really about consistency mm. like it's not like it, the the results may not come as fast as you want it to Mm-hmm. But if you can have the consistency, even during the times where you don't feel like doing anything and you can just get it done, like once you start to see what that does, you know, maintaining your consistency and following through, right? then then it kind of just snaps you out of it. Because a lot of the times it's like you just don't want to do it because you're feeling a little lazy or the, the habits that you're trying to break are just a little bit stronger than the current amount of willpower that you have. Right. But um, there's studies that show that like willpower is, is like a muscle. You can work on it. You wow. know? So when you. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. There's a really good book. It's, it's called Willpower. Actually, these two doctors break down the science of how it is literally like a muscle. So wow. like when you have those moments. You can just say, hey, is, this is normal. So what I tell people is it's normal. It's normal what right. you're feeling. It's normal to feel like you just don't want to fucking do it anymore. Mm-hmm. But these are the moments that matter the most because this is where you flex that muscle. This is where you get that work in. Yeah, yeah. you power through. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've, I've definitely had those days. You know, I felt like I was going to the gym pretty well before the pandemic hit. And mm. there were days because I would go right after work because there was a L.A. Fitness right off the 101 freeway on my way home. So I'd go wait out traffic and work out. And there were days where like, I'd be tired from work. I'm like, man, I do not want to go. I just do not want to go today. I do not feel like lifting, not feel like doing anything. Mm -hmm. Don't have the energy. Just want to go home and do whatever. But then I know I, because it always comes to that decision. It's like, all right, I can either exit (laughs) and go Mm -hmm. and just do it. And I'm going to, I know in an hour and a half, I'll feel a lot better about myself. Yes. Yes. That's key. I decide not to, and I live with the guilt for the next 30, 45 minutes. Yes. And then be mad at myself the day after. Mm -hmm. And it's always that, that, uh, that uh 
decision right then and there that you have to make. And I've noticed, as you said, it's kind of like a muscle. The more times I said, yes, let's go power through it, yep. the more times it became easier to do. Exactly. 100%. Where it wasn't even a question anymore. Yep. So mm-hmm. that's, cr- that's that's actually, I didn't know that, that willpower yeah. is a muscle that you yeah. can actually. And props cool. to you because a lot of people don't have the ability to step back and, and do what you did yeah. as far as, you know, say, how am I going to feel after? Right. And that's a key that some a lot of people need to learn. Mm-hmm. But um, that's good that you were able to catch yeah. that in the moment. Yeah, man. But that was like four or five months ago. And now since then, since gyms have been closed, mm-hmm. I haven't been doing a whole lot of anything. Mm-hmm. So yeah. for yeah. people like me now yeah. who are now, you know, at home most of the time trying to get back, like trying to get healthy again, trying to get off these habits of just like hanging out and doing nothing. Um, what are some specific exercises like people like me can do at home that can kind of like, you know, keep them in shape, keep them help healthy? Definitely, I would say, you know, all the body weight exercises, squats, push-ups, okay. pull-ups, mountain climbers, mm, planks. You know, there's a whole bunch of a whole bunch of different exercises you can do that don't have um, any equipment that you need. Or that nice. Uh, but I would say do that in, in like a circuit fashion. Okay. Just so you can be a little bit more time efficient and then mm. you can add a cardio aspect to your training. When you say circuit fa- uh, fashion, what do you mean by that? So taking like four to five exercises or four to ten really however many you feel like doing and then just running through each one after the other Mm. for a given amount of sets you know anywhere between like four and like ten so like that would be like an example would be doing ten push-ups ten squats ten pull-ups ten mountain climbers a minute of a plank and then hitting that shit like four to ten rounds however much you you want to do and then um doing it at least like three to five times a week Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've noticed. I have a program. Sorry, could you? Oh, you do? No, go ahead. Yeah, I have a program. If you um, go to my Instagram, click the link in my bio, you'll see the home program. It's free. So, four weeks of training, and you can just take that and cycle through it every four weeks. Oh, really? You'll be doing a lot of the things that the fighters do, that all my clients do. Yeah. Oh, yeah, nice. check it out. Uh, shout out your Instagram real quick so yeah. people can, oh, can find that. Marlin.im. So, Marlin.iam. Oh, nice. okay. Nice, nice. Yo, Marlon. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I like it. No, but I was going to say that I've noticed that even if you just start, like, let's say you don't have to go full force, like, if you're just starting to get, uh, work out again, like, even if you just do it, like, a little bit one yes. day and then you try to do a little bit more the next day, mm-hmm. you start to build up. Yes, you know, like, snowball. today I'm going to do five sets. Okay. And then tomorrow I'm going to do six sets. Like, yes. it's a slow build. That help, That gives you the confidence. Like, man five sets was easy today let me do one more yeah so that that's also a very key variable in success with any training program one that's called progressive overload nice and it's basically just going or doing more every week so that you can continue to see the the changes happening because you're you're stimulating your your body in a way that forces change to happen when you have something like that in place yeah now along with the uh exercises that you mentioned that people can do at home without any weights, without any anything. Um, what about people, what, what about um, those people who maybe want to invest in like some at-home gym equipment? They figure that, hey, even when this, even, even when we are back to normal, maybe they realize, hey, you know, there's a lot of germs at the gym. I don't want to go back to the yeah. gym. I want to yeah. start investing in an at-home gym. Mm-hmm. Is there any equipment that you recommend that people should invest in uh, aerobically? Aerobically? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll um, start with them first. <clears throat> I have an article that talks about a bunch of equipment. It's on It's on my blog. Um, you'll find that in, in my uh, Instagram too. Oh, Instagram, but I nice. think, yeah, for aerobics, I think 
treadmills, obviously. Um, a rower. Uh, really, a rower. Yeah, rowers okay. are good. Okay, yeah, rowers are good because a lot of the times we have um, overactive muscles in the front of our body, mm-hmm. and the rower is a way to get those those back muscles built up so that you know nice. we can kind of work on our posture at the same time, right? <clears throat> Strengthening those weak areas, right? And preventing that forward posture that's kind of really bad for you. So um, yeah, that I'd say an Aerodyne bike. You know, one of those Rogue Fitness Echo bikes. Mm-hmm. Those are really good. That that shit will kill you. Like in in about ten, ten, five, ten minutes even. Like you'll feel like you just died. Really? On one of those yeah. bikes. Yeah. yeah. Um, what about uh, the Peloton? Yeah. Peloton's good. Yeah. yeah, I like that too because they have like instructors that teach you classes while you're on there. So that's yeah. really yeah, useful cool. too. Yeah, that's super useful. Is it overpriced or is it good value? Like, um, how much? Well, I don't know. I think, I think they run like a couple G's, don't they? That's They're pretty expensive, expensive yeah. I, I know. I, I noticed. I noticed all like the A-list celebrities have them. Yeah, and like, cause yeah. like they have that personal trainer. Yeah, I mean, if you can, I mean, if you got the money to invest in it, yeah. go for it. But I think you can also just get a bike and find a fucking YouTube video and just fucking. That's true. <laughs> get some save done. money, save yeah. shit. Yeah. I definitely think Peloton will have a different structure and maybe a little bit better, but you can still get some shit done. Yeah, know? just with a basic bike. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, they got climb Versa climbers. Is another good one. What's, um, what's that? What's a? It's basically like it's kind of. It's fucking hard to describe. You like you, you get up on it. You have it has pedals and then it has, um, handles and you kind of do. It's kind of like doing a mountain climber but on a on a machine. Oh. Yeah, I've yeah, seen so that LeBron climbing. James use that. He, yeah, LeBron yeah, uses that. Yeah, that shit is tough too. Yeah, yeah that and then that's they also called a what's that called again? A Versa climber. A Versa climber. Yeah, that's yeah, working that's on the your article whole body, bro. Oh yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah. That. That's a mm-hmm. that's a hell of a workout. It's right tough too. It's core. It's a lot of core in there too involved. Um, and then they also have like, um, I think it's called a skier. I don't know if you've seen those before. You pull down these ropes and it's yeah. just like, just like a rower or an it's like aerodyne skiing, bike. Really, yeah. yeah. But it's yeah. a different motion. You're working a lot more lats. It's, it's fun cool. though. It's, uh, yeah. I've yeah. seen that. It's, I've mm-hmm. seen them in the gym. That's yeah. a workout though too. Hell like, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. And then, um, a kettlebell is really, or kettlebell? actually we're talking about aerobic. You can still yeah. get yeah aerobic work done. Cause really, if you're talking about aerobic versus anaerobic, you're talking about the intensity that you're using and where your heart rate is during right. that work. So if you're, if you're trying to do more aerobic stuff, you're generally going for, um, continuous activity over a long period of time, you know, 20, mm. 30 minutes. Right. And if you want to do high intensity interval training, which is anaerobic, a little bit more efficient because you can burn more calories with that. Okay. But, um, yeah, but, um, yeah, you can, you can do, you can take, you can make a workout aerobic or anaerobic based off of your intensity and how you're working. Okay. Yeah. So wh- what about for the person who wants like maybe gain a lot of muscle mass? What are some at home besides like a bench or yeah. the bench is probably the most obvious one, but is there anything else that you'd recommend for someone who's really just trying to get big? Yeah. Dumbbells, bro. Like, uh, yeah. dumbbells or kettlebells. And really okay. when you're talking about muscle building, um, well, right now they have um, dumbbells that you can switch. Like I think they're called power blocks or um, Bowflex makes them. You just turn the dial and you can have up to like fucking 95 pounds with just not that much equipment. Yeah. Nice. So yeah taking that. Yeah. Using those. And then if you're talking about muscle building specifically, the variables that you want in place are going to be um, time under tension, um, a lot of volume. So three to four sets three to even like 10 sets some people do like 10 sets of 10 reps it's right. called german volume training that's that's one thing that will help you build muscle but um and then a high amount of reps anywhere between 8 and 20 some people go to 50 
depending on how much no weight way. you're using. Yeah, some people do 50 reps, some, oh, like 50 rep sets. But yeah, if you were trying to build muscle, that that's what you got. How you got to train, and then you also got to eat right. So like, if you're you got to keep your protein intake. You know, if you're trying to build muscle, you probably want to take around. Um, I think the science says one to one point two, or even two grams per kilogram of body weight. So just do that math, and whatever number you get, that's how many pro- grams of protein you want to hit per day to get that muscle mass to get the to get your body to start building the muscle tissue and then you also got to sleep a lot of people forget that like that you don't you don't build muscle yeah you don't build muscle in the gym you build muscle sleeping what say that that's why you're sore when you're in the the morning yeah Mm -hmm. makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah you don't build muscle in the gym you build it out of it yeah wow yeah that's one thing people forget that's why i love sleep yeah (laughs) Yeah, there you go now now more there's there's a bunch of diets out there, which yeah. like everyone's doing like I feel like everyone's doing a diet every different every month. You know, we're doing this. We're doing that. Which diet do you recommend the most um, and why? Uh, I would say intermittent fasting. Probably, fasting, yeah, huh? intermittent fasting anywhere between like 14 to 24 hours. Can you explain um, what that is? Yeah, yeah. Intermittent fasting is basically having a specific time window of eating and a specific time window of fasting. So, and the reason why I like it so much is because um, it's been studied. You can, when, when you're, if you're trying to lose weight specifically, if you're sp- continuously spiking your insulin, like number one, it's not really good for you. Um, and number two, when your insulin is up, your body is storing. So when you eat, your insulin goes up and your body's like, oh, let me store this for when I need it. So if you're consistently spiking your insulin throughout the day and you're trying to lose weight, you're kind of making it really hard for yourself. Whereas if you spike your insulin less frequently throughout the day, which you would be doing if you're fasting because you're having that 14, 16, 18, 24 hours of not eating, your insulin is low and you're giving your body the opportunity to tap into its storage. So what it has stored when you did eat. Right. Yeah. So it starts burning off the fat that you have stored. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Dr. James Fung has a really good book and a whole bunch of lectures on why it's so efficient. And it's, it's doing a lot of good things for people like he- healing diseases like cancer and shit like that. Yeah. It's really good for you. So, so if someone wants to start it, if someone wants to start intermediate fasting today, what, what is, how do they do that? When do they eat? When do they stop eating? Yeah, intermittent fasting. Intermittent. Intermittent. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Uh, what did so I say? Intermediate? Intermediate. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <I was like. laughs> you're good. You're good. Uh, so yeah. basically, I would say if, you, if you've never fasted before, probably start with 12. 12 okay. hours. 12 yeah. hours. Right. And then just keep pushing it. 12, 14, 16, 18. And um, one thing, a couple things will make your life a little bit better if you, if, like, if you do these things before you fast. One thing is intaking fat. So that you have some some fat while you're um, fasted and then electrolytes. So while you're fasting, a lot of times what happens is you'll get headaches because your body is not at the level of like the glucose levels are different than what they're used to. And when that happens, you get headaches and shit like that. So you will have to intake some sodium. You can just do salt water yeah, um, for the headaches. Yeah, for the headaches. And then if you get hungry, caffeine is another thing that will help you kind of get through that that yeah, last couple coffee. hours black coffee yeah, black you don't want to have any any type of anything that's going to stimulate your your system or spike your insulin so black coffee green tea soda water those things will help you get a little bit further into your fast 
And then uh, when you break your fast is also very important because once after you fasted, your body's like a sponge. So it's going to take in what you give it. So if you start taking in, you know, carbs and fats and you start eating like pizza or some shit like that. Right. You know, your insulin's going to spike. And the first thing you're going to start storing is the fat. Mm. So mm. if you are going to break your fast, you're probably better off um, in taking, you know, some light carbs and then protein, like a big bolus of protein. You know, so that that that's the first nutrient you're giving your body. It's protein. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, so that means like if someone is trying to do the calorie deficit with like intermittent fasting, mm -hmm. uh, that means for s for example, someone who's only eating two thousand calories a day. So if they're fasting for fourteen hours, that means in the other what is it, ten, 10 hours? Yeah. Is that when they're eating their 2,000 yep. calories between those 10 hours? Mm -hmm. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. I know the pop. a lot of and people do from 12 to 8. They eat from 12 p.m. People start at noon. Yeah. And they stop eating like at 8. Yes. Like that's a lot of a pop. But is it true that you can eat anything through those 8 hours? Because they say, oh, well, you could just eat anything, like your three meals. I've heard the you same. You eat yeah. a burger and you're good. But as long as you don't eat outside that window, you're fine. Yeah, so. people preach that. But if you think about it, yeah, if you think about it, it doesn't really make sense because you, calories are, are composed of macronutrients. Right. Yeah. And if all your all of those calories are coming from fat and carbs, you're not going to get the same type of muscle building that you would had you be eating more protein and you're, you're not getting the same micronutrients. So it's a little bit different. So you want to be you want to be um, mindful of the types of food you're eating during those times. You know, like you don't want to eat a lot of fucking donuts, eat yeah. 2000 calories of donuts yeah. and pizza. You know, you're probably not going to build any muscle on that. You might a little bit, but right. if you're going to eat more protein, you're going to you're way better off. Yeah, and then you'd be storing a lot less fat because with the um, intermittent fasting, you're burning a lot more fat if you're uh, in comparison to if you're not doing intermittent fasting. So, yeah, be mindful. Nutrient-dense foods, if you can, organic. Um, yeah, well, how, how I got turned on to intermittent fasting was um, I tried this program called Kino Body. I don't know if you've heard of yeah, it. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, yeah. Greg. Yeah, 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 yeah. super ripped dude. And mm -hmm. so... Uh, I did the Spartan program or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, yeah, that's how I got turned on to it. So basically, like, I would eat from, like, as he said, kind of from 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. And most of the meals had to be protein um, emphasized. And um, it was that's, this is when I was in school, and I would wake up, like, at 8, 9 a.m. And those three hours from getting to 12, those were sometimes the hardest hours to get through because a mm -hmm. lot of times I'd have PE courses in the morning. Okay. Like, I'd have a swim class yeah. or, like, a running class. And then I'd be starving. But something I want the listeners to know um, is that coffee was a b huge mm -hmm. help. Yeah. I would drink some coffee yep. or drink a ton of water mm -hmm. and it'd be fine. I, it'd, I'd be able to get through my next two hours. It's that caffeine. It's that caffeine. Yeah. yeah. It's that appetite, appetite suppressant. Yeah. And black coffee is key because there's so, there's so much sugar Major and throat. so much fat in the milk. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. when yeah. people get like mochas and stuff, frappuccinos, bro, frappuccinos, oh, yeah. venti one has like 60, I think it's like 60, 70 grams. Really? Oh yeah, God. bro. Yeah. You shouldn't even be eating that much a day. Yeah. <laughs> and people will have that and then more and, uh, sugar. get their morning started. Yeah. yeah. It's no. crazy, bro. No, black. the sooner you got, the sooner everyone just realizes that black coffee is the way to go. The sooner you will lose weight. That's what I believe. Cause yeah. I, I drink nothing now but black coffee. Yeah, and because it's only like I think the most you the most calories you get from coffee is like five. I think it's thirty five per cup or per serving. Which really? Is like eight ounces. Oh. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, the but one I have is like five calories per eight ounces. But maybe, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. But that's just the grounds yeah. I get. So and I well, if you're fasting, um, you're not spiking your insulin with that. Mm-hmm. So you're getting, you can. Okay. So that's something you can completely do to get you through until you reach your uh, yeah. fasting break mm-hmm. or whatever. And if you don't like the taste, because a lot of people don't just won't drink black coffee. Yeah. Then green tea is green like tea. another Tea's one. another good you still one. Still get caffeine. And yeah. I think the the caffeine, the way it is structured in green tea, it's a little bit different. Like it has a slow burn effect, whereas mm. the black coffee kind of gives you that jolt of energy. Right. So just expect that. It's not going to hit you like coffee does. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit different. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I think that in intermittent fasting is, I think, I think it's worked so far i used to do it a lot when i was working out and i I, th- I thought i started to see some results as as it went on but it, it is something it is an adjustment for people who maybe haven't done it because so some people are so like you know um they're so uh they're so used to getting up in the morning and having a bowl of cereal yeah. or you know a donut or something it's and habits yeah so it's hard to break those but if you want to lose weight i think that's one of the best programs to do yeah definitely speaking of keno body keno body are there any other programs that you know because if anyone's on social media they know they always scroll past he's like hey you yeah i yeah, can yeah. get you fit in 30 days whatever yeah. do you yeah. do you suggest investing in any of those or are there any ones in particular that you may recommend i would say to be honest, man, any of those things will work. Like there's yeah. and the, and, uh, and to be honest, there's no one way to do anything. There's no right. one way to get to your fitness goal. Mm-hmm. It's really just what you enjoy most. So I would say fucking try them all. Like yeah. whichever one you can afford and whichever whichever coach um, resonates with you m- the most. Right. Try their program if it works, then stick with it. If you like it, stick with it. If you don't, try something else. Just try don't something quit. else. Yeah. Try okay. something else. Nice. Yeah. But um Kino Body's good. He's he produces results. Um I'm not I'm not I don't really follow too many of people who are who are promoting that stuff. Right. So yeah, I don't really know who's the best right now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, I started using him like in uh twenty eighteen. I think his name is Grego Gallagher. Yeah. I still yeah. get emails from him. And uh I did it up until like the pandemic hit and I was starting to see results. I was really pleased with myself. Then yeah. the pandemic hit, I was like, damn, I can't go to gym. Kind of yeah. just like fell into it, mm-hmm. but yeah, Kino Body is one that I think has. And I think it was cheap. They only spent like fifty bucks on it. Yeah, yeah they give you it, a bro. program. Some people try yeah. to charge like fucking two thousand dollars, three hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, nah, yeah. man. That's I'd rather just go to the Equinox or something if I'm gonna spend oh that my much. God. Yeah. Equinox. Yeah, yeah, just I would say whatever you get, just stay fucking consistent, man. Yeah, like, consistency. Don't don't, consistency. don't give up on it. Yeah, yeah. Let let the let the program run its course. Now, other than fasting, what's another diet? Because I know a lot of people do keto. Mm. Now, how do you feel about keto? Because that's another Keto's one. good, too. Let me, it may, keto, it makes keto. Yeah. yeah, it makes sense because, again, like, it's it's main focus of keto is not spiking your insulin. And, um, True. So, if you think about, like, science along with caloric deficit, um, not spiking your insulin is just having more time in that fat loss state. So I think keto is another good one. I think you I think you should definitely have a specialist like a doctor or a yeah. nurse guide you on that because some people can be bad for you. So Could you also explain what keto is? Oh, yeah. Keto is basically a high-fat diet. So some people will categorize it as a no-carb diet. But if you do that, you're neglecting the aspect of the fats. And you really have to be intaking the fat for, for it to do its thing. Yeah, so so it's basically a high fat diet, and there's different types of keto diets, but I think the the one that most people do is not eating above fifty or maybe above twenty five grams. 
Mm. Yeah, a day, yeah. Mm-hmm. and just and just keep taking in the good fats, avocados. So what what does a diet look like that look like? Because the only the person I know who's on ketosis is Vinny from Jersey Shore, and I notice whenever he's eating on the show, he's always eating like nuts or like vegetables. He never has any bread whatsoever, mm-hmm. no carbs at all. Yeah. So what is and you said high fat. So what does that mean? Is that just mostly avocado and mostly like nuts almonds. or nuts, almonds, yeah. avocado, um, fish. Um, it's steak or chicken a part of that. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Anything, anything that just doesn't have carbs. carbs. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Anything that works? Because I heard some people say it can be kind of unhealthy and it can kind of be dangerous. Yeah, that's what I was saying. That's why uh, you want to get checked. Consult with a doctor. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Consult your doctor if you want to try keto. But um, yeah, because some people it'll kind of hurt you more than help you. Yeah. Now, now proteins. Now, when people go to GNC Vitamin Shop, you see all these supplements, man. Yeah. I personally have converted to plant-based protein. Mm-hmm. Um, Me I, too. I've been on Sun Warrior for like I think six months now, and I just feel better. Like I think I remember I used to do a lot of whey, mm-hmm. whey protein, and I just felt kind of like bloated, kind of heavy after. Yeah. But when I went to plant-based protein, I just feel lighter. It's easier to drink them. Um, yeah, just what what do you feel people should like? How do you feel about protein? And do you still recommend? I know people do um, pre workouts. Like, do you still do pre workouts? And yeah, yeah talk yeah. to me about that. Um, so supplements wise, um, protein is definitely ne- like necessary. Right. I definitely recommend all my clients have some sort of protein shake in their cupboards nice. if they're not going to be able to take in that hundred twenty grams of protein with just regular foods, eggs, beef. Um, whatever sources they choose but um i think definitely like we, like you said some people react to whey or to, to animal protein so if if you react like you notice your stomach gets a little weird after you have uh, an animal-based protein if you make that switch it's just been um shown to kind of chill on your stomach and just be nice. less reactive for people but um yeah i think as far as brands go um, the one Sun Warrior is good. Yeah, it's um, one of my favorites right now. It's Garden of Life. Good. It's another one. There's Orgain. Yeah, yeah Orgain is probably the best tasting, but it's a little grainy. Yeah, yeah. I tried a that's bunch the of problem them. with them. They're kind of grainy, right? Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. a little grainy, so you kind of got to get used to it. Try to use a blender; it makes a difference. Yeah. Um, and then one one brand that I've been using is called Purium. Okay. Um, if you go to my blog, you'll find a little bit about that brand too. But um, they never, got some never heard really of that. Good. Where'd you get that? At? Yeah, um, man, who turned me on to that? I forgot. What's it called um, again? Premium? Purium. Purium. P- yeah, P-U-R-I-U-M. Um, nice. I just think it's sourced really well. Because a lot of the times with these protein supplements, like you want to be careful because some manufacturers will throw random shit in there. Yeah. And then yeah. um, they'll hide it within the nutrition labels by just saying blend. This this goes in, like you'll see this more with pre-workouts. But um, you just want to be mindful. Like look at the back of the the nutrition label and look at the amounts of every ingredient because that's how you know you have a kind of reliable brand so um like pre-workouts for example if you just see on the bottom at the ingredients list where it says proprietary blend you want to stay away from that you want to look at the ones that show how much beta alanine how much um whatever ingredient is in there and it'll look at it'll show the percentage and like the micrograms so pick wow. pick the brand that shows you all what's in it. Do you recommend people use pre-workouts? Because my thing with pre-workout is, uh, one, I've had numerous people tell me that 
they'll go to the gym at night. They'll take some pre-workout. They can't go to sleep till like 3 a.m. the next night. Yeah. Like, because it keeps them up. It's so, it's so caffeine concentrated. Mm-hmm. And another thing is that, uh, it's so expensive. Like a small yeah. little bottle of C4, which is like a, one of the main, uh, main popular products is like 50 bucks so for me i just drink a cup of coffee like 30 minutes before my yeah. workout and then i'll just drink uh what's the electrolyte water what's it called uh gatorade no no no, no. <laughs> uh, electrolyte water i was like no it's just it's electrolyte just wa- <laughs> no, no no uh the water i always buy uh no. arrowhead no no, no no alkaline water Al- okay, oh, and then I drink yeah. alkaline water while I'm working Al- out. Yeah, okay. I, yeah, I yeah. always get it. It's and expensive. That, that works for me. I've never felt tired. I feel like I do every rep that is on my program. Every set is fine. So, do you recommend people invest in stuff like pre workout? Is it is it worth it? Does it work? Definitely, it works because um, you're getting s- s- stuff like beta alanine, um, and that's one thing that that helps circulation. Mm. So, the stuff that doesn't contain too much sugar. Like mm-hmm. like most most of the stuff that keep people up, most of the supplements that keep people up are the ones with high caffeine. Mm-hmm. So high. the other stuff isn't isn't is probably not what's keeping you up. It's the caffeine. So maybe watch what time you're taking it. Okay. Um, and then um, yeah. But if you take a pre workout, there's other stuff in it too that promote different things like stimulates nitrous oxide production. So you get a better pump, mm. and that that'll improve your circulation. You know so. It, they definitely have their places. It's not necessary, right? But it definitely gives you a little bit of an edge. Okay. And then also, if you're not into like, um, like the the chemicals and all that shit, you can mm-hmm. just consume like there's natural products like beets. There's like beet products mm-hmm. that a lot of people like. Like it's just beet like, extract. Like the like vegetable the red. beet, really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Bears, like really good beets. <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> I had yes, to do sir. it. I had to do it, bro. <laughs> Once you started saying beats, man, Dwight just popped in my head, bro. That's I the had homie. To. Yeah, that's that's my boy. Anyway, so yeah. Yeah, so beats are they've been known to to improve circulation. Yeah, Dope. so so they have beat products. Purium has a product called Can't Beat This, and that's a their pre workout, but mm-hmm. it doesn't get there's no caffeine in it. So if you okay, are sensitive nice. to caffeine and you don't like caffeine try the can't beat this by Purium, yeah okay, okay cool yeah because there's a lot of uh, pre-workouts with i mean with pr- uh caffeine there's not a lot without yeah. it's hard to oh, find them without legion legion's another really good brand okay. if you do want like beta alanine or or some of the other stuff that comes in pre-workouts legion athletics um the owner's name is mike matthews he's a solid dude he he his um brand is really trustworthy yeah but they they have a caffeine free blend and then also um a caffeinated blend and it's not nice. 50 bucks it's like 40 oh okay okay yeah. that's what i use yeah nice. yeah um you know what i've been using well when i when i used to work out early in the mornings what what works for me is that i have my protein right my plant-based protein and i put black coffee i was oh, working yeah, out yeah. one time and and this girl told me yo you should mix the your black coffee with your protein and i did it one day oh my god it tastes so like healthy, freaking good a healthy lot and then you here. feel like after your workout you would just take it and then you feel ready to go because you got your cup of coffee and then you got your protein and i was oh my god and I, so i've been telling people like hey mix your protein because no, no one ever you're like well you're crazy santi but yeah, you're no, just adding it, caffeine to it it's and then it's it so good yeah you know if you don't want to mix it because you know i other than black coffee i do water mm-hmm. but then people some people can't like they need like like milk, soy milk, or, or almond milk and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, one thing. How do you feel about milk? Because the milk 
is crazy in the store. Like, there's yeah. so many different common kind of milks. We have right now. We have we're on that macadamia milk. Okay, so, so dairy you know, free. Yeah, dairy yeah. free, lactose free. Um, do you even drink milk anymore? Do you still recommend it? Like, you know, you got a daughter. Is she drinking milk? Because yeah. I know some kids are just on almond milk. Yeah. You know, so I think I think it depends. Everyone's so different. Um, so if your body reacts to dairy, definitely, you know, getting a milk alternative would probably be best for you because it's not re- you're not reacting. For me, I, I do fine with dairy. I do fine with dairy. So um, I like raw milk because if you if you get milk that's been pasteurized, you're killing all the good bacteria. You're killing all the good shit. But if you if you get raw milk, you're getting all the good bacteria. And you can get raw milk from like Sprouts. Has some. Like that's where I get mine. And nice. I don't have it too much. But like um, my daughter will react sometimes. Like she'll get skin rashes if she has dairy. Really? Um, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Sometimes she'll get like um, like a popsicle we get that has, has dairy in it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes she reacts. Sometimes she doesn't. So I think just listen to your body. Like if you react, your stomach feels weird whenever you have it. Chill. Try raw milk, and if you still react, then cut it out. Go to like we like oat milk. For yeah, yeah, oat, oat milk. milk's really good. That Chobani oat milk is fire. Yeah, Chobani. Uh, yeah, I love yeah, like Chobani, man. <laughs> and then what about eggs? So do you recommend people just do regular eggs? Because I know a lot of people are doing the egg whites only. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you feel about that? Um, I think if you're trying to uh, intake low fats, then yeah, go for egg whites. But I, d- I think there I read something one time that you men in particular need um, the yolk because it helps with our testosterone production. Really? Uh, I didn't yeah. know that. I did yeah. not know that. It's cool. Yeah. Like th- if you go to there's a book called The Four Hour Body by Tim Ferriss. He has a podcast, too. Um, nice. He he talks. He did an experiment like he does self experiment experiments. And with this book, it's all about that stuff. And um, there's something about there's a protocol he has to raise your p- testosterone naturally. And, um, one of them is like Brazil nuts and then raw or not raw eggs, but, um, sunny, sunny side up eggs, just wow. something with the yolk in it. So yeah, I think that's something to be said. If they, if they're finding that, is that, is that why Rocky drank the, <laughs> got the, raw, raw, the raw eggs yeah, and probably, stuff? Don't shit. you and your boxes do that every morning? Drink, uh, crack the raw eggs yeah. and just sip it every morning. Yeah. It's protocol, it. right? Yeah. It's just part of it. Yeah. Uh, that <laughs> makes sense. Tiger. So it gets a testosterone going, yeah, you know, man. and then no fat. Yeah. Wow. Have you done that before? Ever done? I tried it. Yeah, with the raw eggs, yeah. really. And so, you oh, just, oh no, I you thought you said no fat. <laughs> yeah. I've tried raw eggs too, though. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. like sucked it's, it down. It's all right. Yeah, like yeah. I didn't really notice anything immediately, but I wasn't really trying to experiment and track and gather data. So was it really hard? Or was it mm, yeah. when I put when I put the eggs and I didn't really taste it. It gave it a little slimy texture so, to the yeah, protein shake because I used the ninja. Oh, like gotcha. Easy, or the bullets. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so you mixed it. You mixed it. So you didn't just put it in your and then just suck no, it down. I've done so that you, before. Oh, my God. Really? Just huh? to fucking try it. Because <laughs> I saw it in Rocky and I was like, man, Rocky doing this shit. Let me do this shit too. I had, I had, yeah, I had bad gas. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> that's God. The only thing. That's crazy. Yeah. So don't do it before work. All right. Yeah. yeah. Got yeah, it. Gassing up that, the man. spot. Yeah. Kind of want to try it tomorrow now. Uh oh. It's going to boost up my testosterone. Yeah. Before you sleep, primarily. Really? Ooh, yeah, because that's when you your body produces testosterone. Yeah. Really? Yeah, in your sleep. Oh, that's shit. why sleep is so important. Yeah. Yeah. Sleep is a, a game changer. I think people, like, neglect sleep. it, you know? Yeah, bro. Like, people... You got to think, like, yin and yang. You know what I mean? Like, if you're doing a lot of working out, a lot of that yang, and you're neglecting the yin, some mm. form of imbalance is going to start happening within your body. Yeah. You know, so you got to have that balance. 
Yeah. Um, man, sleep is super important. And is too much sleep a bad thing? Yeah, people who get like 10, 11 mm, hours. Yeah, is there like a certain point? It's like, all right, you got your eight hours. Because I can sleep for like days, 10. bro. That's a like, good question. I actually don't know. I've never looked into that. I mean, how, and how yeah. many hours of sleep do you recommend? Honestly, if people are working out, is it just that standard eight hours? You know, because we hear oh, everything. I, Some people yeah. run off five. You know, we hear all these billionaires. They wake up like at 5 a.m. They get need four or five hours of sleep and they're good to go. Yeah. But really, yeah, what I mean. do you recommend? Like eight hours, six hours or just your lifestyle? Like, so, honestly. So what I've kind of learned looking into this information is that everyone is different, but the standard is the older you get, the less sleep you need. Wow. Um, but one way you can get down and track to see really how rested you are is getting a sleep tracker and or getting some, or measuring your HRV, so your heart rate variability. And that's basically the amount of time that goes on in between your heartbeats. And that tells you how rested your nervous system is. So if you get like a, I use whoop, a whoop strap. So you sleep with it and it takes like three days to get used to you, but it'll read your heart rate variability um, early in the morning, right when you wake up. And that will tell you, your score will tell you how recovered you are. And the whoop strap comes with an app where you, it'll give you a percentage. Like you'll be 33% um, rested. So you need nice. a rest because your HRV score was low. Mm. Yeah, You know what I mean? So yeah. just looking at that and just getting a sleep tracker will, will be good too. To see how re- how much rest you really need. And what do you recommend naps during the day, midday naps? Well, I power nap all the time. <laughs> all the time. Yeah, it my works, girl's right? so jealous. I power like, nap before this that? podcast. You did? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you nap? Do you nap? Man, I try to nap, but sometimes when I'm up, I'm up, you know, but I, I, I would love naps. But Stefan sleeps for days, man. This guy, he can yeah. sleep like a bear. He's like my dad. They sleep yeah, to like one Me o'clock too. sometimes. You know, I could, yeah. I could be wide awake and just lay down and just knock out. Once you get cozy, man, you're yeah. just like, bang, knock mm-hmm. out. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel you. Yeah, I use I like I like to use banal beats. Have you heard of that? Mm-hmm. Oh, what's that? No, so those basically it's like when you it plays two different frequencies and it puts your brain in a specific um, like delta theta alpha like you can put really? your brain in these yeah. different states and you can power nap in these like delta states so your nervous system gets that rest so you put in your headphones yeah you need oh, both headphones because okay. it's playing two separate tones right yeah so like Crazy. they have one by nasa like nasa power nap if you youtube that okay like they have like 20 minute naps hour naps just put that on and just fucking breathe focus on your breathing then when you wake up it's crazy like i'll wake up and i'll feel like i slept no like, for like way three hours really yeah, yeah it's crazy yeah, try it. We gotta yeah, get that's this. a whole science. I yeah, yeah, science. yeah. They push it down, yeah. That's crazy. Mm. Have frequencies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we definitely need to look into that. Um, let's talk more about, I know, willpower, you know? Mm, yeah. Let's let's talk, because I know when, you know, because I told you, you know, what, what I'm dealing with, but I know if you really set your mind to something, like, it really starts to happen, you yeah. know? So yeah. talk a little more about that. Um, so one thing that I really like to go over when I first get a client or a fighter is the reasons why most most fighters don't really need it because they're 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 going over what they want all the time in the gym they're like i want that fucking belt you know so like their why is already established but a lot of people who are just trying to get in shape who have never really gone over that stuff like they got to develop the reason why they want it and then you gotta you gotta think about how you're gonna feel once you get to your result once you get to um that place you want to get to like having a strong why and having that why be worth more than the other habits that are holding you back from your why Uh, so whether it's like you want to feel better you want to look better you want to attract 
um, you're, you want to attract a partner, you know, you want to keep diseases away, whatever your why is, when, when your willpower runs out, you just go back to your why's. Why do I want to do this again? You know, like if I, if I don't feel like working out, why do I, why do I want to work out? What am I going to feel like when I work out? What am I going to feel like after I work out like you did? Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that's kind of how you can keep your willpower sustained. So it's like they got to constantly remind themselves, like, why do you want to feel better? Why do you want to look better? Why do you just want to be healthier overall? Yeah. So it's a constant battle with yourself. I honestly think um, the biggest battle is between yourself. It's like a mental game. For sure. For sure. I, I, yeah. I, really, I think the biggest the biggest thing in life, and this could go with anything, is like yourself. You're fighting against yourself every day you work up, mm -hmm. you know, because everyone has a choice to do to do what they want right yeah and i always tell people like you know like it's just try to be one percent better than yesterday yeah if you just try to be one percent better than yesterday mm -hmm. like it helps and yeah. you'll start a steady climb it's that compound and, interest yeah and it's just and it's just the big it, the biggest thing is just your mental game mm -hmm. you know if you learn how to control your decisions and just keep going like it yeah it just switches and you start getting better and better so yeah and another thing to to add to that is like you want to you want to think about the little things that you have to do every day because yeah. a lot of times what 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 will get people is they focus too hard on the end result mm. and, and if you do that it's kind of like trying to walk upstairs if you if you keep looking up at the the door at the top of the stairs yeah. you're going to miss all the steps in between you're going to trip yeah. you know what i mean so but if you're focusing on every little step like you're going to get there more efficiently and safely yeah you know so step like by step yeah think about what what do i need to do today to get there tomorrow to, to make that one percent growth like you yeah. said yeah. yeah that's you know what's helped um i make every day i wake up now i just make my bed when i wake up and oh, i just yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. that i've heard that on podcasts i've heard a lot of like people talk about it i'm just like man really everyone's just making up the bed because mm. you know, i just would wake up go shower i'm out the door right yeah but now that i wake up i just i make my bed and it just and i notice like when you come home late at night whatever like it feels good to be like come home to a made a bed but mm -hmm. not only is that you finish you complete the first task successfully yeah like yeah. you complete that and then you just keep, keep going yeah Next you task. start that yeah. snowball so mm -hmm. i've just i've just like you know what let me just you know it's, i'm not like working right now so i'm just like let me just make make wake up and make my bed so i feel like starting with the little things like that yeah. the little things Keeps like that. healthy habits healthy yeah. like it's all really about your habits right. creating healthy habits yeah. that and move forward and discipline right what's 100%. tough too is a lot of the stuff like a lot of times what dictates the current bad habits are subconscious right so but when you stay present like making sure you go out you go and make your bed because that's part of your list of things to do knocking that thing off the list 100%. puts you in that present moment okay i did this right. What's next? You know, as yeah. opposed to Starts just to create a momentum, as you said, snowball effect yep. into mm -hmm. the rest of your day. Yep. Exactly. Yep. So presence. That's what we do here at the Bowden Zoom. We're always trying to get better in every facet of life. Oh, yeah. And we want you guys to get better in every facet of life, Love you know, it. and healthy habits is one of them. I think mental barriers are the biggest barriers. I think once you learn how to kind of break through, break through those you can almost break through anything and i think Absolutely. yeah especially when it comes to working out because i think it's more working out is just as much as mental as it is physical because when yep. you're when you're in the gym and you're running and then you get what it's called runner's high yep. or when you're pumping and you got the music going like you feel good in the gym it's just getting to the gym yeah it's walking through those doors and i'll admit this one time i was so tired i went to the gym i got in there went to the locker 
and then I forgot to bring my lock, and that was my one excuse. Oh, there it is. Uh, to just quit you. it there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Instead yeah. of just like getting yeah. changed in my car and then just coming back to the gym, yeah. I was like, oh, didn't bring my lock. Mm-hmm. That's it. It wasn't meant to be. I'm going home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you, you, really wanna, you really just truly didn't want to work out that yeah. day. Right? Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. It was like once you figure out how to like not give yourself any excuses, not to just be like and come up with like, I guess, solutions, because that's happened again where I was in a more stable uh, state of mind where that did happen. I forgot my lock. I was like, all right, cool. I'll go to my car, change my car. Then I'll go to the gym. Like, cool, easy peasy. Yeah, and then it's better. So once you get through those mental barriers, not give yourself excuses, it's it's really a lot of fun. When you work out and you're consistent, you feel really good. Yeah, you feel better, Like What I like to tell people is once you start to feel those feelings, do the activity anyway and then acknowledge the feelings after. Yeah. Be like, did I really not want to do that or was that just my – my own myself holding me back from where right. I'm trying to get those old habits, trying to st- stay rooted, mm-hmm. you know, because those are those moments that matter. That's you pulling out those roots. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. So more like, are people going back to the gym and working out, man? Because like the gyms are Fuck. closed, man. Dude. Like 24 is broke. 24 hour fitness are like they're bankrupt. Yeah. You know, I, I think I'm still paying them. I actually got to cut them off. But like, are people going to like go back to the gym? Like, how do you see Dude. the state we're in now? What do you think? Are people? I see outside gyms popping. I see people promoting yeah. themselves. Hey, I got this outside gym now. Like, are people really gonna go back to the gym or Dude, what? You know what? I don't. I honestly don't know because when Man. it does come back, it's like people are still gonna be scared because yeah. they don't want to get exposed. You know, we've no, been definitely. we've been suppressing our immune system this whole time. Yeah, fucking masks and just being in. Being inside, staying away from everybody, our immune right. system's not going to be as strong as it was before all this shit. Yeah. happened. I never thought about that. It's important though. Yeah. So, so I think, I think, I don't know. I honestly don't know if they're going to be open again. But I do think that if you invest in just taking time to focus on what you can control right now, like if you want to set up your gym at home or just start yeah. running, you know, get something. Just start dedicating thirty to sixty minutes a day. To right. do some form of activity that's challenging, that gets your heart rate up, that um, that that pushes you, then you'll you'll be okay. Yeah. What I'm really happy about is that I see a lot of people walking their dogs, walking oh, yeah. their family. I see so many more people on the streets now. Yeah. To you excuse know? to get out. Yeah. yeah so which, you can't get a bike nowadays. Yeah. Like, man. Really? Sold out everywhere. I yeah. try wow. to get a bike. You really? The b- bikes are sold out because I bought my bike like two months ago. And oh, I'm really? like offer up. You got to go and offer up. People hmm. are just selling. They want to come up, but. Um, yo, like I see a lot, a lot of people biking now, yeah. walking there. That's I, a good thing. I bet Definitely the dogs are so happy. Their owners are <laughs> yeah. home all day. Yeah, bro. Yeah. They Seriously. get to eat with them. Big they facts. get to get a walk every day. Yep. The kids are here. They're like like yeah, the dogs awesome. are in heaven. Like, man, <laughs> they love me now. Yeah. Like, what did I do? You know? So, but I see, it makes me really happy when like, I'm just driving down my street. Every, a lot of people are outside. So Fam- whole families going for walks. Right. That's right. something you never saw before. COVID. And which is good yeah. though. Cause you need the fresh air. It's time to talk about yeah. your day. The mm-hmm. kids get to go outside. So, Activity, so yeah. it's just, it's crazy because like, man, are people really going to go back to like the Equinox or the 24, the Alley Fitness, the Gold Gym? I heard they're having trouble, you know, like, yeah. we'll see. I think some people might, you know, but there's going to be a lot of people be worried about like, man. I think yeah, I'm, once, like for me, at least, like I know LA Fitness opened up for a little bit in like June mm-hmm. they were open for about like three to four was weeks. Was it crowded? I didn't even go because oh. I was still worried. Yeah. But yeah, I remember I told him to put my account on freeze and whatever because I wasn't. I was like, because man, because like if it, there's so many people sweating and breathing in yeah, gyms, yeah, yeah. like that's that's probably like where you could catch it easily. But I feel like once things are like better and people are vaccinated, I'll probably want to go back to the gym because mm. I like going to the gym. Yeah, um, exactly. You know, it's yeah. to have a gym at home for me personally would just make it too convenient. 
where like I probably won't work out as much because I'll know I'll be like, oh, I can do it later, you know. Or like when I have to go to a gym, I schedule my day accordingly, knowing like, all right, I have to do this by this time because then I have to get to the gym. Time management, yeah. Exactly. So if I don't have that and it's at my house, I'm, I don't know, I'm going to keep pushing it off or delaying it or out or I'll keep, you know, um, pivoting my schedule and I don't want to do that. I need, to, I need to be really structured for me to like really get there. Yeah. So I think once things cool down, I'll probably still go to a gym. Like yeah. whatever, whatever's I left standing. Think, yeah, I definitely think after a certain period of time, people are going to start going again. Yeah. Because yeah, I think it's even going to be more packed than before. Yeah. Because people are going to be like, okay, shit, I was really scared during this little, right. this little mishap. So I need to really pay attention to my health and fitness now. Yeah. And for a lot of people, it's a social thing. Like, I'm, oh, not, yeah, I'm not a social yeah, person yeah, yeah. when I go to the gym, but a lot of times I go to the gym and I see all these dudes who are like, hey, what's up, man? How you been? Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah, Getting yeah, yeah. your lift. All right, man. You look good. This and that. Having like full conversations. And I'm like, oh, dang, people are actually like come here and socialize, you know? Yeah, a lot of people. Soul, yeah. Talk to people. Mo. Talk to people. Yeah. You know, a lot of girls, they Network. get all dolled up. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm it's like, so funny when you see guys like trying to spit game. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, like bro, you ain't here to work out. You yeah. Ain't yeah. Here to work out. Bro, one time, <laughs> this is funny. One time I was at the gym and like, uh, I had seen this one girl come like fairly often and she gets all dolled up, you know, comes with the leggings and a nice top and whatever, Uh-oh. you know, trying to show her features. Mm-hmm. And one day I swear this dude who was all muscular out, like six two, buff as hell. I had never seen him talk to this girl ever before. And I had because I had both seen them around. And then it's one day he decides to talk to her and they're talking and 30 minutes later, I'm doing my ab workout, and I see them walk out together. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. And I'm like, yo, did he just really pick up on this chick <laughs> so and works. leave with her? I was like, yo, that's mad. But when you're 6'2", and you look like The Rock, Uh-oh. like, and Might that's kind of what he looked like, yeah, yeah. you can do that. I'm just like, dang, that's wild. I've never seen that at the gym. <laughs> they probably just went to go get a shake, bro. That's it, you know? Uh, <laughs> or juice. The PG-minded me would think that. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> the, the R-rated mind of me was like, damn, he really pulled. That's like, gonna give a lot of people motivation to start hey, going. Hey, yeah, but but some girls just go to the gym just to get picked up, you know. So you know, you see some. Yeah, girl I don't want to say that, but it, they <laughs> definitely so? they de- I, I kind of. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't want to say that. I feel like everyone's in there to get better and to yeah. be healthy. But sometimes yeah. you see a chick, even guys too. It goes both ways. You'll see a dude with like those really skinny gym tank tops or like the, you know what I mean? They, you get the little nip slip. <laughs> oh, <laughs> exactly. Yep. And most of the time they're just on their phone. looks like they're changing their music. Yeah. And man. then, uh, or they do hardly any reps so they're there to talk. And then there's some girls you see who like, like I said, they go all dot up and a ton of makeup. Taking and then pics. they're just, they're taking pics. Yeah, all the time. So yeah. Doing the video. Selfies, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes maybe people aren't there to completely work out, but I feel like the majority are. And most yeah. of the time I'm there at the gym, like, everyone's trying to work out i mean i've honestly had girls strike up con- i've had older women strike up conversations with mm. me at the gym yeah it's okay. weird yeah <laughs> especially shout out to la fitness in uh agora hills agora a- hills a lot, of, a lot of older women and they would just come There'd and talk to me cougars up in there <laughs> and i'm honestly i'm just kind of rude because like that's 8 p.m for me after work i'm tired i'm like i don't oh, know lady in a bitch mood I i'm like know. i don't know where i don't oh my god do it like that i'm like no 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 i'm just like Lady, I don't know where I got this towel. They're over there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I got this towel. Leave me I'm alone. Like, like, conversation started. I'm like, I'm like, lady, I got this towel over there, but thank you or whatever. Like, <laughs> and then I just continue on because I'm just, I'm just trying to get my my workout and go home, man. That's honestly true, true. But yeah, so some t- for a lot of people, it's a social setting, and you know, I feel like people are gonna miss that. I see, I follow people that I've met in the gym on Instagram who are gym rats, and they're constantly saying on their Instagram store. Can't wait to hit the gym. Can't wait to hit the gym. I hate this. Can't wait to hit the gym. So 
I think 24 and Golds, the ones who can't stay afloat, who are already in debt probably before this, are probably going to go bankrupt. Man. I think the ones like Equinox and LA Fitness, hopefully, you know, will be able to stay afloat and hopefully so still be open. But Planet Fitness, how, how are they doing? Planet. Planet Fitness, is that the one that rings uh, I think alarm on you if you're like loud? I don't know. Maybe that, I, know I just know the cheap purple. One. It's the cheapest one. Oh yeah, yeah. that's the one. It's like no yelling allowed. There's no really. Yeah, it's all machines. That. I think it is all machines. Yeah, I know I there's think. a gym like that. Like if you're too loud, like they'll kick you out. Really? Yeah. Or if you <laughs> drop the weights or something, if you're too yeah, loud. I think yeah. that's ridiculous, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry if you go there, but like, yeah. sometimes you, gotta, you need like that. Yeah, you just gotta go in and get fucking dirty sometimes, bro. Right. Right. You gotta get it in. Some days, man. How do you see CrossFit, man? Because you know CrossFit, like the last ten years, was like huge there's a lot of boxes popping up yeah. out of nowhere it was so expensive the games got really big they're on espn <clears throat> yeah. um like how, where do you see that like because that really you need you you could do it outside but they really you know yeah they everything's inside mostly well crossfit i think is the methods is great you yeah. know like it's really good for functional fitness and just getting in shape you know the, the pro athletes are fucking beasts beasts um but i think i think some crossfit boxes are run by coaches that don't really care oh, man. so much so like like because I, I had an experience where i tried crossfit for a little bit and they're just having you do like some ridiculous shit like running running the exercise they had to had us do was like holding a 45 pound plate above your head yeah for like a certain amount of meters down and back and i'm like bro this is not anatomical like you know, it's not your body's not meant to run with a fucking forty-five pound over your head. You're better off just doing shoulder presses or something. Yeah, oh, interesting. So like, like, I think some coaches don't make the workouts efficiently and safely for like beginners. Cause like I, I did it, but then I'm thinking about like this forty-year-old lady who's yeah, never lifted weights true. before, right. struggling over here yeah. about to pull, like, pull a muscle. Yeah, exactly. get hurt. She could exactly. get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it just depends on the CrossFit box, but CrossFit itself, I think, is very effective. Yeah, and useful. Nice. Creates athletes, right? Yeah. yeah. So, Marlon, uh, talk to us about posture. Is that something that's important? I've seen a lot of stuff on social media about you can get those little, like, things that you can put on your back that yeah. kind of fix it. Yeah. Are those things to consider? The yes. Form. Yeah, very important, especially during these times where we're, we're probably hanging on to more stress than we're yeah. used to with COVID. You know, a lot of fear is being thrown around. And it's been actually been studied that these emotions have an effect on our physiological um, state. So oh, man. if our if we're stressed, we're we're going through trauma. A lot of the times, our posture will fall forward, will cave in, you know. And when we cave in like that, we can't take deep breaths. So one easy fix is just making sure that you pull your shoulder blades back, squeeze your glutes tight, get your spine aligned, and then really learn or practice breathing deep into your belly, filling up your diaphragm first, and then fill up your upper chest, and then um, exhale through your nose. And if you can, you should also be breathing in through your nose. Like you shouldn't be breathing out of your mouth at all. Like you should always be trying to nose breathe. But, um, yeah, if your posture is aligned and erect, pretty much your, your state of mind is more positive and it's easier to have, you know, the feelings of happiness and just no stress. Well, I didn't yeah. know posture played such a heavy role yeah. in, in some of those things. So do you, would you recommend people buying those you can. I don't know what they're called. You can. I've seen them. I've seen them on yeah. IG. I know yeah. You can, but a lot of it is, is muscular imbalance. So you got to loosen up your shoulders, chest, your traps, hit those stretches, and then strengthen all the back muscles, your lats, 
Um, and a lot of it too is just looking at yourself. If you ever pass a mirror, pick your chest up, squeeze your glutes, align your hips, tuck your chin, lengthen your neck. So the top of your head should feel like it's being elevated toward the ceiling or the sky. And wow. then take a deep breath in. One easy way to regulate your breathing pattern is to breathe in for four seconds, hold for six, and then exhale for eight. And a lot of the times you'll find that you may not even be able to get those numbers. So try to get those numbers. Inhale for four, hold for six, out for eight. And then focus on where your posture is during that those times. And that's something super easy that you can do to help you manage your stress through all the shit that's going on. Wow. Yeah. Now you mentioned about breathing through your nose versus breathing through your mouth. Yeah. Why, why is that a, Why is that more important? Can you explain, yeah, explain yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. So if, when you breathe through your nose, you're, you're stimulating your parasympathetic nervous system which is basically your rest and relax mode so our nervous system has like a light switch we have the sympathetic fight or flight parasympathetic rest and relax when you're breathing through your mouth you're you're turning the switch to your sympathetic your fight or flight and if you're breathing through your nose you're turning that switch to rest and relax so if you're always on fight or flight you're going to run into hormonal issues um just stress you know, so you want to focus on regulating your breathing and getting that right so that it's easier to manage the stress and you're not you don't withhold that stress, well, especially during these times, man, because a lot of fears circulating yeah. right now. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. A lot of anxiety right now. Yeah, anxiety. A ton yeah. of anxiety because there's so much uncertainty of when this is all going to end. If I'm going to get it, is my family going to get it? Are we going to die from it? What's really going to happen? So, no, those are, I think those are good tips to kind of, like, clear the mind. And, you yeah, know, because stress focus, is a, yeah. yeah, stress is a huge factor in a lot of people's lives. I know I have stress to deal with. Everyone has stress to deal it's with. It's the root of yeah. disease. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. That's crazy. Now, Marlon, when we go running, we see people wearing their masks yeah. when they when people run. How do you feel about that? Do you think, like, like I feel like it's hard to run with a mask. Like, I personally cannot do that. Yeah. Well, I used to work in... um as a in the ICU in the ER as a respiratory therapist and what I notice is you met we we always watch something called your SpO2 or your oxygen saturation and if it's blocked or you're breathing in your own CO2 consistently exactly. especially during running yeah. when you're breathing fast like Heavy. that your that SpO2 has a potential to go down a little bit so and you don't want it to go too low cuz then you could pass out okay so, so it could be harmful yeah but I do understand the the reason why you need to wear masks I just think if you're going to go out running just keep your distance. Yeah, so you yeah. don't have to. And right? then if you feel like you're about to pass out, stop, slow down, and breathe. Yeah. yeah. Just don't overdo it. Don't push yourself too much mm. if you're going to wear a mask while you're doing shit. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, Now, stretching. We haven't really oh, touched yeah. on stretching. And I think stretching's super important, Um, especially me, man, because like, I'm really tight. And, but yeah. stretching really helps me recover faster. So uh, when should we stretch? How often and what type of stretches? So I have I actually made a um a foam rolling routine. Nice. That is that is like ten minutes. You just grab your foam roller, press play, and then we'll I'll walk you through a whole your whole body. Like I'll help you stretch your whole body on the foam roller. So um, if you go to it's in my link, it's in my bio right now. There's a link to it. Um, but I would say do that before bed, when you wake up, before and after activities, because when you don't stretch you're more likely to have these muscular imbalances affect your posture and like we touched on the breathing like that has an effect on it so you want to make sure you're loosening up all these muscle tissues so that you can be in a more balanced state and it'll also keep you away from injuries like so your longevity yeah. goes up 
Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Good, good. So, so stretching is huge, man. Yeah, got to stretch it out, man. Don't want to pull nothing. Yeah. I once pulled a hammy playing football because I didn't stretch. <laughs> yep. And yep. I couldn't play the rest of the get, game. You got to get circulations to the air, to circulation to the areas that are not getting as much. And if you're sitting, like, example, if you're sitting for a long period of time, you drive a lot, you're sitting at a desk, your hips are, like, get closed. Tight. Yeah, mm-hmm. so the front of your hip, your hip flexors will be needing that circulation, you know. Man. So just that's just one example. I know uh, breathing helps me when I'm when I'm stretching too, like my legs out, like yeah. just breathing deep breaths. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I can get that little extra stretch yeah. too. Yeah, because like if it you helps. think about the circulation, right? What the circulation is doing is it's transporting oxygen. Yeah, so they go hand in hand. If you're breathing correctly and optimizing your the amount of oxygen you take in. Like you, that circulation is going to carry that oxygenated blood to those areas. So they go hand in hand. So like wow. in that, that video that I posted, I'm, I'm talking you through your breath while you're doing it. Yeah. So definitely check that out. If you're feeling tight or you've never used a foam roller before, check it out. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's perfect. And you say you, uh, right now you're currently a strength and conditioning coach for boxers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How's and that going? And how long have you been doing that? Cause I know you did a little bit of boxing, uh, when we were young, man. So so before I started working with fighters, I was working as a personal trainer for seven years, just one on one with people, just to and I took that time to really kind of zone in on my style of coaching, the methods I use, and um, once I started to get see some real like results that were consistent, then I started to you know dive into more research, and then I started to just reach out to some of my old friends that I had met when I was training who were now professionals. And then oh, I wow. just, yeah, I just kind of was like, Hey man, you want to start training? I like, I'm, I'm trying to start working with fighters and do, do this now. And they said, yeah. And then we just been at it since then, since that first workout. Yeah. Because I don't know if you guys know, but like Marlon's train, your boxes goes, go to Vegas. Like they actually fight yeah, in Vegas, yeah. man. So Bro, I sat ringside for my first time. For one of my other guys' yeah. fights, we just fought, and that shit was so crazy, <laughs> bro. Because like I remember, like ten years ago, I was just like watching on TV, being like, "Man, I wish I want to work with fighters yeah. like, someday." And then like I fast forward now, I'm, I'm sitting ringside, and I'm just like, "Holy Man. shit, this is so real right now!" And it's crazy when you got two people just fighting each other, no commentators. You hear all the punches coming. Oh my you god! S- you hear them landing, bro. It's just like it's Whoa. a different experience. It's huh? very like primal and just fucking like raw. Right. Yeah, just to see two dudes battling it out, like, like super close up, crazy. Crazy. bro, fighting to death. Can you can you <laughs> name any of the fighters that you you train? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. So um, right now, my one of my guys is he's a NABF featherweight champion. His name is Adam Blue Nose Lopez. Mm. Um, another guy, Gerald Washington, heavyweight contender. Really, wow. Fuck, he's a phenomenal athlete, and he's he's early in his boxing career. Like he joined boxing late, mm. and um, he's just been doing a lot of good things. And then one of my other guys, his name is Josh Zuniga, um, also a phenomenal athlete and just hard workers, man. These guys are like warriors, bro. Yeah, it's it's awesome to just be in the same space and just to see the work ethic that they have. It kind of just trickles down and you just want to do better when you're in their, in their zone. What would you say is like one of the biggest differences boxing has compared to like the rest of the mixed martial art um disciplines like what's what makes it different what makes it better or not maybe not better but what makes it unique in the Hmm. training and you know everything compared to like ufc which is like the biggest like it's huge Mm, compared to i would say boxing is is more stand-up striking Mm. and it's 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 limited in what you can do 
if you compare it to like MMA. So mm -hmm. the art itself is a little bit different, but it's very useful because it's like you're, you, I think it's, it's really hard to compare because with, with MMA, you're going to the ground. There's a lot more things to look for with boxing. Yeah. You could, there's only a handful of moves you can use, you know? Right. So it's like, you got to really think about your decision-making and then just working the craft and, and really focusing on developing your own style of fighting that just makes sense. And, um, yeah, it's just very different, man. It's hard to put them. Yeah. Cause next I to mean, each other. uh, I know there's a lot of successful people out there who, uh, who take up at least one of those mixed martial art disciplines just to kind of keep their like mental discipline and this physical discipline. And, yeah. and I'm thinking about those to take like, you know, in a couple of years when like I have a career and stuff. And I think one of those I'm considering is like boxing. Yeah. Just because I see the workouts and like it's a lot of core, mm -hmm. you know, it's a lot of shoulders and arms, yeah. and I feel like those are things I'd really want to work on, both mentally and physically. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure you get that a lot with your, uh, with the people you train. You just, yeah, it's it's a it's a complete like progression through like, because I feel like uh, I think Max Kellerman on ESPN said that boxing is more of a mental game than anything. Oh else. yeah, definitely. I mean, fighting in general, both because because if you think about it, like. I was talking to one of the fighters about this the other day where it's like you can have all the best parts in a car, but if you don't know how to use the car or you don't know how to drive the car, wow. all those parts become irrelevant. Mm -hmm. So like it doesn't matter how fit you are. It's really about are you willing to um, adapt and figure shit out when it gets hard Wow. and, and, and um, adjust what needs to be adjusted and mm -hmm. make the necessary moves that you need to make to win. All the other shit is kind of relevant. I think that's what the point he was making about why it's like 90% mental. Cause when shit gets hard, like you're either going to sit with those punches, sit down and then you, you answer back or you're going to, you know, go down and just take that L. Dang. Yeah. That's crazy. Did it, but also the other thing though is like, kind of don't want to get my head knocked around though so yeah, yeah it's yeah. very dangerous bro <laughs> yeah, it's, super yeah. dangerous. it's so fun but it yeah. can be very dangerous bro like yeah. if you're especially if you're dehydrated there's deaths that happen you know yeah. it's, it's dangerous how early do you recommend um like let's say you have kids and stuff how early would you put them into boxing like would you wait until they're older or because <laughs> i see little kids boxing now there's like a lot of like but it's just this the head injuries think, you know but yeah. we're the same thing about football too a lot of people don't want to put their kids in football until later because they're worried about the head trauma yeah so what would you recommend if you know, you being a father now, um, I wouldn't would let her fight. You wouldn't let her no, fight even if she I wanted let to? Her, no, I like, I'm trying to get her into doing mid work. Okay. Like just because it's fun. It's a great stress reliever and it's just a good skill to have if you have to yeah. defend yourself. You know what I mean? You got to let your hands go sometimes and you got to be able to, to get out of there if you're in danger. So I'm trying to t get her into it and teach her, but I'd never have her fight. But I think you can start fuck, whenever if you want to, if your kid wants to let them do it. Just, I would just not let them spar. <laughs> not let them spar. Yeah. Maybe maybe if they're younger because they're not as strong, so they won't be taking the, the type of damage that they would when they're a teenager. Mm -hmm. But I just think it's just not worth it sometimes for a little kid to, you know, get out there and do that. Wow, okay. Yeah. So I want to ask, um, where is the state of boxing? Um, with UFC being so big, how do you see boxing progressing? Has it died off? Like, where do you see it? And, like, do you even still watch boxing? Like, I watch it occasionally. Yeah. Not too much. Um, like, I'm not I'm not paying attention that closely 
in relation to UFC because I really don't want even watch too much UFC. Like mm-hmm. the big fights, I'll watch or I'll catch the highlights. But um, right now, I know what they're doing is you just mandatory testing. Yeah. Um, there's no no audience, and um, if they if somebody tests positive, they just find a different opponent. Wow. Yeah. So that's kind of where they are at right now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Now you s- you talked about you wouldn't have your kids train at an early age so then what age would you well, I would let them train just, just not, not fight not not, not, spar, not spar okay yeah. okay yeah but I'd, I'd yeah I'd let them train like fucking as young as they as long one as they start got whenever it, got they want to start yeah. okay do you actually train any kids have has anyone ever come up to you like hey can you start training my kid no no not yet no that'd be I, that'd be really different I feel like that I feel like their attention spans would be kind of tough but they have they have specialists that do that mm-hmm. and th- they make it very interactive because we used to go to this place called my gym for for jade when she was like one or two and it's basically like a gym a playground where they t- have them do different activities within games so like they'll just be crawling around doing different like singing different songs they'll have like wow. they'll pull out different like equipment and have them just kind of practice with all the different types of stuff that they got there it was this dope yeah it keeps the kid active from a young age it's cool that they have those things around right now man yeah okay marlon talk about being a father man because you know um i still think we're when we're not young but like we're still you know going to that next stage man because you're one of my first friends that had uh, a daughter you yeah. know at a young age so how, how's that doing what you're doing and being a father how's that coming apart i know it must be beautiful right now it's a lot of fun there's definitely a lot of um yeah, funny moments that happen. It's it's awesome, man. It's it's like just having your own little best friend, best friend right next to you all the time. Just you get to teach them stuff. You know, they teach you a lot about patience. Um, you got to be mindful. Everything you say has an effect. It can affect them for the rest of their life, and everything you do can affect them for the rest of their life. That's important. Yeah, so it's it's a big lesson on being non-reactive and really being mindful about how you're gonna show up. Wow. You know, so like um. But but overall, it's fun. It's a lot in that aspect. It can get stressful, but I think um, ultimately the it's like a, it like unlocks a new level of like like love and gratitude that nice. you feel like once you hold your kid and you're like, damn, I made this. You know, it's wow. like it's different. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's different. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, bro. I'm kind of excited for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fun because you have a daughter mm-hmm. now. I'm sure in the future you'll probably try for one more. Or are you done? How do you feel? I think yeah, I, I kind of want more. Yeah, yeah. Have it a little team with me. I have a little around. squad. Do yeah. you want to have a little basketball squad or what? Like? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trying to get her into jujitsu when everything opens up. Yeah, because I beast. see, I see you take her to uh when you w- when you work out the gym. Like she's there with you. Like yeah, I like, take her to train some fighters sometimes because I think it's important for the yeah. kids to see you like doing what you do. That's yeah. so they That's can cool, develop man. that image of a like he's not just leaving. Like yeah. he's out there doing something he loves and right. he's helping others in his job. That's you important. Know, yeah. Have that, that understanding sense. early. So I take I take her with me where I can. Yeah. I feel like a lot of young parents now are taking their kids uh, when they work out cuz I have my cousin uh Leo. He he um he trains people in the navy in the military. So he always has his kids with him at the gym and when he's lifting weights and stuff. And I feel like at a young age, when they see that, they get more interested in like, oh, like working out and oh, yeah. part of life. Create a habits like, oh, I've yeah. seen this weights. I've seen this barbell. Mm-hmm. Like, I know what's going on. So it's like, I think you're starting to create healthy habits beginning in their life. And yeah, like, dude, 
it's crazy. Like my my Jade will she'll she has this friend. I guess she's she kind of sees her as a rival. Like she'll really? she'll be like, oh, she's like, I want to run faster than than so and so. And then yeah. she'll be like, oh, can can you sh- can you show me exercises? Can we do squats so I can be faster? Oh, it's competitive, be- yeah, 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 yeah. She's competitive. She's super fucking competitive. She'll cry if she loses. So like, oh, I'm trying no to way. teach her about losing. Like, well, you cry when you lose too. So you know, yeah, so she gets that from your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, bro. <laughs> okay, but so so like, yeah, like I think that's important. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, she's like that. She'll she'll they pick up on everything. Like they pick up on everything. They're Man, sponges. They're fast learners, huh? Yeah. Super yeah. fast. That's awesome. All right. Well, I think we got a lot of good information today. I mean, I'm definitely motivated to, you know, get back on it tomorrow, you know, get some aerobic oh, yeah. exercises going. Go. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, yeah, Marlon, thank you so much for coming on, man. Thank you for blessing us with all the knowledge you've given us about staying healthy, trying to get healthy, ways to kind of, you know, de-stress and, you know, during these very stressful times. So, yeah, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thank My you pleasure. so much, My Marlon. Pleasure. Thank you for having yeah. me. And can you uh, shout out your uh, social medias one more yeah, time yeah, for yeah. everyone so they can um, follow you and find some of the programs and stuff you were talking about today? Yeah, I mainly use Instagram, and then I'm on the blog. You can get to the blog through the Instagram. It's just Marlon, M-A-R-L-O-N dot I-A-M. Nice. Yeah. All right. Yeah, check that out if you're trying to get healthy. And uh, my man, Santi, you got a quote for us today? Oh, yeah, man. I got, a, I got a quote for us to end the podcast. And I think, Marlon, you have a quote for us, too, yeah. right? Two okay. quotes. We got Hell two yeah. quotes, Double, guys. Double trouble. Quotes, I love Double it. Double dipping. So, all right. So, my quote is, motivation is what gets you started. Habit is what keeps you going, ladies and gentlemen. Habit. Mm. Let's go. Bang. Mm. All right. I got, we got knowing is not enough. We must apply. Willing is not enough. You must do. That's Bruce Lee. Oh, Bruce Lee. They're very related. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See? Okay, cool. See, we're on the same wavelengths. Okay. I got to catch that documentary on ESPN. Oh, I I haven't seen it. it. I haven't seen it yet. Something like Water or whatever. Something, yeah. It came out like uh, Hmm. when Lance Arch. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. It's called Moves Like Water or something. Yeah, Bruce Lee. Like Water. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Is it? It's Be Like Water. Yeah, yeah. It makes so much sense. You got to be able to adapt and change. Yeah. Be fluid. Constantly. Yep. Life is going to throw you lemons. It's up to you to it's up to you if you're going to make lemonade or not. <laughs> it's true. True. And lemonade is, is good for you, but you shouldn't drink it if you're going to mm. be trying to get healthy unless it's like a very no low sugar. amount of sugar. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Just drink lemon water. Lemon yeah, water. lemon water. That's all I drink. Come on now. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, with that, I'd like to wrap it up for this episode of The Bonus Room. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. Please remember to like, comment, subscribe, and shoot my man Marlon here a follow on Instagram. Oh, yeah. And also shoot us a follow on Instagram as well. And we will be coming very soon with some more content here on The Bonus Room. Thank you so much again, guys. Once again, thank you to Marlon. Appreciate it. Thank you, bro. Appreciate it, man. Love you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Yeah. See you guys next time. We'll see you guys. Peace out. <laughs>